0: And welcome back to another episode of the Pip and Petalopsicopolis podcast. My name is Daniel and I am joined here as always by, with my co-host and avatar expert, Andrea. Say hello, Andrea. Howdy. And this is the podcast where we talk everything avatar from avatar Aang to avatar Zang. Put it right at the top this time. <laughs> we can continue on to the rest of the podcast now. <laughs> So yeah, we just talk Avatar news, Avatar The Last Airbender, Avatar Korra, Avatar The Comic Books, Avatar The Movie and soon, hopefully in the future, at some point, Avatar The Netflix series or some Avatar Paramount Plus original series that might be coming out. I don't know. We talked about it last week. If you didn't listen to last week's, go over and give it a listen. Give it a listen. And I think this week we finally have an answer, a definitive avatar answer to meet. Anyways, Andrea, how <laughs> are you?
1: Um, how am I? I am doing okay.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I had a full breakdown at work last week. Oh no! I, uh, I I cried at my microscope. And then I also cried in the bathroom because me crying in my microscope was feeling way too obvious.
2: (laughs) Are you (laughs) alone
0: or are there people around?
1: No, I work in a pod. So there are three other people.
0: (laughs) Why are you crying?
1: Because it was really frustrating.
0: Okay. I've been meaning to ask. Like, I think all week I've been having this like fantasy conversation of whether or not I should have this conversation with you. What do you do? Like, what is your job?
1: (laughs) Okay. So I am a fish lab technologist. Fish stands for fluorescence in situ hybridization. So basically, I look at patient samples, usually blood. And sorry, I totally just turned away from my microphone. (laughs) Hold on, before
0: you continue... So people don't click away if they're not interested. You guys can totally skip ahead to where we actually talk about the episodes. If you're on YouTube, I might start doing some time codes because I know not everyone cares about this part. But the first part of the show, we usually just kind of catch up a little bit. So continue, Andrea.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, so basically I look at patient blood samples and they are marked with different fluorescent probes. And, um, I look for different things. If there's any abnormalities and stuff like that, it can probably tie into the cancer that the patient possibly may have. Usually if we're getting these cells they will, um, have some form of cancer. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking at different things that could, um, help genetic counselors give patients advice on how they can, um, like recover I guess are you trying yeah. to
0: find like the cure for cancer. It
1: it's not, it's not like really the cure for cancer because cancer kind of just does whatever it wants. Well, okay. um, but like we're able to help, like, let's like, let's say a patient has a really bad mutation in their genes and what the genetic counselors are able to do is they're able to like figure out something like, I'm not sure how they fix it. Um, but they do, I've, I haven't really been taught that yet, but um, somehow the genetic counselors like fix it and then like we'll get patient samples after, you know, like some amount of time and like check on the mutations and like most of the time they've gone down. Hmm. So I guess it's not really like curing the cancer, but I guess like the side effects of it, so, I would say.
0: So one of my favorite movies is Annihilation. Have you seen Annihilation? No. It's about cancer. Well, kind of. Okay. Not not like specifically cancer, but the way cancer kind of works. I don't know how cancer really works. Um, but going from this movie, what it taught me is like cancer. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Tell me where I where this stops being true, or like if I'm kind of right or not at all. Okay. Cancer cells don't die, right? Like they just kind of like they.
1: They don't... I mean, they die. They can die.
0: Like, you can kill it. But, like, you if you leave it, it alone, it will live forever, right?
1: Yes, because it lacks, like, a certain cell signal for it to um die by itself. It's like so, cells commit suicide.
0: Right. So, which is, like, why we die and stuff. So, is it possible that cancer might also... Hold, like, just could could we find, like, the key to immortality in cancer, possibly? Like, if we are able to pin down that like gene or whatever mutation that keeps it from dying and like apply it to another cell or something.
1: But if you keep your cells from dying, it like screws up a whole bunch of other stuff. So you still end up with dying. You still would end up dying.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, not cool. I mean, I, I don't want to die, so it'd be cool to somehow, um, maybe crocodiles hold the key to this. Because crocodiles can live forever. What usually kills them is they just get too big and they can't eat enough food to support their giant bodies anymore. So they just kind of starve to death, which is really sad. But it's cool that crocodiles could probably live forever. Anyways.
1: Anyways. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. Science. That was the science portion, a.k.a. Andrea's life portion. Have you almost died or anything? Besides your mental uh, breakdown?
1: Not that I know of. Good. Yeah. That's good. Also, I think that was a good chance for me to prove that I do actually have a brain. Because nine out of ten times on this podcast, it seems like I don't. But I'm smart sometimes.
0: Sometimes.
1: <laughs> sometimes.
0: Just not in in this podcast avatar field. Which no. we're supposed to be, but we're... <laughs> We don't know what we're talking about.
1: Yet, my title is the Avatar expert. But anyways.
0: Anyways. Um, how, how are you? I'm okay. Um work's okay. It's stressful. I didn't I kind of almost died. Sort of. Oh, I do have a cool story. But on the way, the other day it was raining really bad. I think it was Saturday. And my car like hydroplaned a couple times. But I no, really wanted oh to my get God. home. I had a really long day, but it was a. I'll explain my whole Saturday in a minute. Um, it was just a really long day. Started up at like seven, didn't end until like eleven. Like I just wanted to get home, so I was going kind of fast, but not too fast. But I was still like hydroplaning, and then this like semi cut me off, and I was like, "Dude, come on!" And he's just splashing water all in my, all up in my face, and I can't see. And then my car's like shaking, but now I can't see which way I should shake properly. And I was like nervous, but I got home and I was like, okay, it's all good. But on, I mean, it's not like a big deal because this person isn't like a big deal yet. But I shoot weddings and stuff and I got assigned to a wedding on Saturday for the picture of the Tampa Bay Rays, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was like, this is dope. And so I got to shoot his wedding, and I have footage of him on my camera right now, and it's it's just awesome. He's, there's really cool. He's from St. Louis, so they held his uh um uh, let's say funeral as ma- a marriage. Oh my god! <laughs> marriage here what's it called? His wedding. His wedding? His wedding here. And it was fun. It was rainy though so it was a little a little rough because we couldn't exactly shoot outside as much as we wanted or like in some cool locations. Um, But it was still fun. I successfully did my very first handshake. I usually fuck up handshakes. But when I went to go shake his hand, I was so fucking nervous. I'm like, Daniel, you always fuck up handshakes. You always look at the hand. And even when you're looking at the hand, you still manage to fuck it up. But I didn't even look at the <laughs> hand. I looked him straight in the eyes. And I was like, hey, I'm Daniel. Nice to meet you. And I fucking nailed that handshake so good. And i was so happy that out of anyone, it was this like semi soon to be probably popular famous person. <laughs> and I was like, nailed it. Fucking nailed it. But yeah. I did that over the weekend and it was fun. And at the end of the night, so the, the wedding was like in this tent and like the ground was wet, but at the end of the night we were packing our stuff and it, the, the rain just starts pouring and I look out and like, you can like just see like the rain hitting the tent thing. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? All my shit's going to get wet. Uh, and then all of a sudden the water just comes through like the bottom. And our stuff's on the floor. So we're like, fuck, fuck, pick everything up. So we're like grabbing cameras oh, no. and we're grabbing our stuff. My friend, he like grabs his bag from the ground, but like he leaves his camera on the floor and I'm freaking out. I'm like, Ben, pick up your camera. What are you doing? Because like most camera bags, like specifically like the ones we have, they're meant to be kind, like the materials a little, it's meant to be waterproof. So like the stuff inside doesn't get ruined. But like his camera was just chilling on the floor and I was like, I picked it up for him. And I was like, I was just freaking out. But yeah, our stuff's good so far. I haven't, our stuff all got wet, but it's it's all good. Anyways, that was my Saturday. And then on Sunday. happy ending. Yeah. And on Sunday, it, I just chilled and I was going to do some photoshops, but I didn't. I was just really like. Just, I don't know, just, I don't even remember what happened on Sunday. I just didn't want to do anything, but I wanted to do stuff. But at the same time, I didn't want to do anything, you know? So then I just felt totally unsatisfied. <laughs> Anyways. And yeah, now it's a Tuesday, right? Today's Tuesday.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: I don't know. But yeah, that's the first 12 minutes of the podcast um, or so. So moving on to actual what the podcast is now about, Avatar. So Andrea, you had some Avatar news, you said.
1: Okay, so it's not really news, but I just like do little updates on what Avatar Twitter talks about throughout the week. And so this week's topic was, drumroll, who would win in a one-on-one, Katara or Zuko? Who do you got? Katara easy
0: easy okay
1: thank god I didn't have to debate this with you easy she just has
0: to like bloodbend and snap his neck or something
1: okay good 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 (laughs) because people are like no like Katara would need a full moon but I'm pretty sure homegirl bloodbends without a full moon during the southern raiders episode
0: yeah probably I think so too yeah because that that episode takes course over a couple days and she bloodbends like twice in there so yeah Ooh, that reminds okay, me of good. something
1: because, like, everyone on Twitter is like, No, Zuko would wipe the floor with her, oh. and it's like, Where? <laughs> like, what? They're like, Oh my god, he's like, he's like one of the best fire it's Like, he's still not as good as Azula.
0: Also, so... water, water, like, 100% trumps fire. Like, you can, like, Zuko could try. So, I mean, um, you could, but maybe... I mean, okay,
1: but I will give him, he did break Katara's, like, remember in the Crossroads of Destiny? When they're in the catacombs and, Mm -hmm. like, Katara's got Azula by, like, the hand and leg using, like, the water tentacles and Zuko uses a fire to, like, break it. So, like, I'll give him that. Like, he can have that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say. See, if you get Katara away from water, like, she can... Yeah, she can bloodbend. But, you know, let's say that's not happening. But, like, if you get... If there's no water, Katara, like, just is fucked. Right? Like, what else can she... Like, Zuko can... He just makes fire up here, so Zuko would have to get her to somewhere like like where there's no water to win. I would say, mm-hmm. but everything like Katara knows how to pull water from almost anything that contains water. So yeah, she she's she's too she's too good. Like she's she a, literally is she's like way too op. <laughs> This kind of leads – I had a thought while you were saying that, which kind of leads into what I wanted to um, – well, actually, it doesn't even lead into what I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to talk about this part first before I get into what I was going to talk about. So last week we talked about how the Paramount Plus original series is doing, like, spinoffs of stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you watch a Legend of Korra spinoff where it's, like, pro-benders? Like, it's a fake Absolutely. show. Absolutely, yes. But it's just pro-benders. Yes. I think that would be dope. Like, I would watch
1: a whole ass tournament of that.
0: Yeah, I think they should do that shit. They should do that. Take my money. I want to see that. That'd be so cool. Like, I don't know. Like Yeah.
1: The guy who's the leader of the wolf bats. Hot. Would like to see (laughs) that again.
0: I don't think so. Okay, but this leads into my other thing. Um... Avatar the live action series is a show that may be coming to Netflix, hopefully. So I wanted to talk about, I keep thinking of like what the, like how these episodes are going to be. So I have some questions. Do you think the live action series will have extended episodes or do you think they will combine episodes? And what I mean by that is like, do you think they'll take like... Um, let's say the Kyoshi episode, and just maybe make it longer and like delve deeper into the characters. Or do you think they're gonna do like a whole arc and combine those episodes?
1: Mm, I feel like money wise, it would make sense for them to combine and like just do an arc. Mm-hmm. Will they actually do it? I mean, they. I mean, with the creators out, they may even just have to do that.
0: Because I'm also thinking. Question number two that pertains to this: Like, how long do you think the episode should be? How many episodes do you think there should be per season? Um, and also, yeah, answer those two first, and then we'll go to the next one.
1: um Well, I think they should just get rid of <laughs> the water bending scroll into the jet episode. <laughs> Just int- introduce Jet and the Gang, some Jet and the Freedom Fighters, some other way because I can't handle those fucking episodes.
0: Well, th- then that's when they like combine those like three like three episodes we don't like, and it's like here's the bad episode and quit of the series into one giant
1: shitty one. Yes,
0: and then we'll shit on it extra hard when it comes out. So mostly like with Netflix, like the Marvel ones, and most of them like. They're mostly like story driven. They're not episodic, uh, and they're usually like thirteen episodes. And I think they should make them. I think they should be less episodes. I don't know. Um, I think they should take a more like the Mandalorian approach, where there's less episodes. But well, I'm I'm kind of mad at the Mandalorian right now because they there's not a story. Like every episode is just seems. They're seeming like a filler episode, which is weird because we don't get enough episodes. But, like, you know, less episodes and just make a concise story kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I think.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: Also, do you think this show is going to be, like, more action-based? Or do you think it's going to be more, like, character-driven, like, drama sort of show?
1: I think it's going to be more action based. You think so? I feel like it is. I don't want it to be, but I feel like it is.
0: I think it should be a little. I think there should be a balance. Because these character
1: arcs are my favorite thing ever, and they're probably just going to throw them all away for some more action.
0: I think they're due to money and like a lot of the way, like the things that elements, like elemental visual effects are very hard. To make look nice, so I think it's gonna be more drama based, uh, because I don't think I hope they'll, so they'll have the budget, and if they do, whenever they do use it, I hope it's like awesome and big. Like in the like going back to the Mandalorian, which is like what's trending right now. There's like a lot of like dialogue, but when the action scene kicks in, it's like this big. I mean, it's also Disney, but besides that, it's just like they know how to use. The big moments, right? Where when they're there, you're like, this is awesome. They put the money right where it's supposed to go and they made it look great, you know, that kind of thing. So I hope they kind of do it and with Avatar as well. Um, but yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about was how, like, I just, I just, we really, I really want more information. It's like, I know it's like COVID time. But like a little something, something would help, you know, like maybe some art start giving us maybe some cast or something. I don't know, you know.
1: Well, I know for like the Paramount Plus thing, um, they're really pushing Cora right now. Like Why? a lot of their marketing and stuff is like all about Cora.
0: Why do you think that?
1: Maybe it's a hint to what their little project is.
0: Pro-bending, baby! Yeah!
1: Anyways. <laughs> I mean, or it could be just that Netflix has Avatar, so they'll promote Korra. I mean, yeah, I know Netflix has Korra, too, but I feel like Avatar is getting more of the hype.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so I guess to just... the Another thought I had, I'm on this Mandalorian, like, high right now. I love Star Wars. Um,
1: I've never seen her.
0: The reason I like the Mandalorian is because they're introducing... Um, Right now, they're introducing, like, characters from the cartoon. Avatar is my favorite car- original cartoon. But the S- Star Wars cartoons are probably, like, my second favorite. So, characters that I really like are coming into the show. Um, but I, what I was also thinking is, if they're doing, like, these... You, we were talking about the spin-offs. spinoffs. Mm-hmm. The best thing about Star Wars is actually, like, not Star Wars. It's, like, the shows that Star Wars has made, in my opinion you delve deeper into what the Star Wars lore is. So, I was thinking like what if we get like an original character, not an avatar, not like or whatever or something like this new character, kind of like a new character like the Mandalorian, he's a new character. But you sprinkle in like these things that people like from the cartoon that people love, you know? Like you get like a cameo from this person or like you get like a couple episodes where this character goes on an adventure with this character we all love or something. Mm-hmm. I would like to see something like that and maybe get like a different perspective from like something else within the Avatar universe, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Cuz like in Star Wars everyone knows the Jedi, but nobody knows about the Mandalorians. And with the Mandalorian, we're starting to learn about the Mandalorians. So I don't know what else.
1: I thought the Mandalorian is just one person.
0: <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a race of people. So,
1: I mean, I also know nothing, as I mentioned before. So
0: it's a, it's a pretty good Star Wars show. I don't know. I just I'm an accidental Star Wars fan. I'm not going to talk about Star Wars anymore. Let's move on to the actual meat of the show. <laughs> Which is the episode. And today we'll be discussing episode 12. Called the storm. Storm noises.
1: I hope you edit that out. It's
0: not. It's (laughs) staying in. I made some weird ass noises last week. And I was like, what is going on with my mouth and throat? I kept one in specifically because I was like, how? I don't even know how to make that sound. Like, if I'm just standing here, I don't know what's going on with my mouth. I'm sorry, guys. Whatever. You
1: yell at me for my filler words when you make heinous noises like that? Okay.
0: There was one where I was like, and I was like, what was that? I'm cutting that one out. <laughs> no context. Um, okay, let's talk. Episode 12. 11, 12, 12, 12, episode 12, the storm. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote down 11 in here. That's, that's wrong.
1: You can describe the episode since you just watched it.
0: I, I didn't watch it at all, actually. Uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> of course Excuse I watched me? it. So you Aang, can't just
1: roll up to the podcast, not watching the episode.
0: I am an expert on the avatars. Your expertise yeah. has rubbed off on me slowly. How? By osmosis.
1: That's not how osmosis works, but okay.
0: Photosynthesis.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm so... i punch you through the screen. Anyways, episode, here we go.
0: It starts off with the fever dream. Giant Momo. Aang has the weirdest, like, visuals. He's tripping on some stuff. But Aang is having a stress dream. About the time he ran away and the pressure's on, so he's stressing out. They're out of food, which I don't get. They always they're always out of food or something. Also, why are you spending money on food? Isn't Saka supposed to be like this fisher hunter person? Can't he like go catch food or something? Or like Aang doesn't even eat food that you catch. You just have to find it or something. I, I don't know.
1: I feel like There are not a lot of wild crops that just grow that you can eat, though. You you
0: can eat seaweed or something, snails, clams. Can you eat those?
1: I mean, yeah, bugs. Well, (sighs) I don't know.
0: Me neither. I don't think he would because he thinks all life is sacred. So then they roll up at this uh, at this marketplace. They go shopping, and then Katara's like, "Hey, we don't have money, so." The lady gets mad and the guitar is like, Saka, go find a job. And Saka does find a job from this old grumpy man with the cool hat. Now it's not even a cool hat, it's an ugly hat. And they go fishing. Oh, and then before that, everything, everyone's like, it's a beautiful day. And then Uncle Iroh is like, <laughs> sniff sniff, there's a storm coming. And then later on, there's a storm that comes. But Saka went on a boating trip with this crazy old man uh, who hates his wife. (laughs) Um, And and then the old man, before he left to go on this fishing trip, bullies Aang and he's like, where have you been for a hundred years? People have been suffering. You abandoned us. And then Aang's like, ah shit, you right. So he flies away into this cave and Katara goes to find him. And then backstory. We find out where the or- oranges, oranges, orange, I can't say it now. The origin of Aang leaving and the oranges of Prince Zuko and how he got his scar. So, starting with Aang, I'm gonna break down his story and then I'm gonna go into Zuko's story. Aang ran away. After he was told he was the avatar. Which I thought we all knew by this point. But apparently we didn't. He ran away because they were going to send him away. Because he was having too much fun with Monkey And I have some points on Monkey We'll come back to in a minute. So then he ran away and he fell in some water. And froze himself for a hundred years. And then Zuko. He wanted to learn how to be a better ruler. So he went into this generals meeting and one of the generals like we're gonna sacrifice all the new recruits to win this land over here and suko is like you can't do that and that was disrespectful so then he is challenged to an kai for disrespecting the general but since he disrespected the general in the war room of the fire lord <laughs> i forgot his name there for a minute He has to challenge the Fire Lord. So, when Zuko faces his opponent, he finds out that it is his father. And then he's like, "Nah, dad, I don't want to fight you. So, then Mark Hamill is all like, you have to fight me. And then he burns his face. And that's how Zuko got the scar. Which I thought we all knew at this point. But we didn't. (laughs) And then we cut back to the present and there's a storm and then Zuko's ship gets hit and Sokka's in trouble in the middle of this whole place with this old ass man. So they go save him. Zuko does something. I have fuck, fuck Zuko's story right now. Um, and then Aang falls into the water with everyone. He saves everyone and they fall into the water kind of like he did with Appa 100 years ago. But this time instead of freezing everyone over, he just makes an air bubble and he flies out of there. And everyone's saved. The and did I tell it right?
1: Well, you just said fuck Zuko is part of the story, but other than that, yeah.
0: Well, I realized I left a lot of important Zuko stuff out, so I was too yeah. far in the story that uh I couldn't go back to it. But Zuko was being a dick to his crew, and everyone was about to plan a mutiny until they find out how he got his scar. Then at the end, everyone works together to save the boat and Zuko. Finds out that he needs to care about his crew or something like that. Ta da! Yay! Yay! Ah, that was so long. Okay. So, what do you have? Well, let's discuss.
1: The first thing that I thought about while watching this episode is that it reminds you of Midwest weather because it's sunny, really sunny one moment, then there's a tornado like a couple hours later. And then sunny again, yes, that was like the first thing that is like it's literally the first thing I wrote down? Um I just like have like really funny not funny. I'm not funny. I just have like weird side <laughs> notes first before I actually get to like big questions or like things that bother me. So I also have that <laughs> I don't know what part I was referencing, but I just have Momo is definitely cursing everyone out twenty four seven do you think so? I think so. Probably. I think Momo's talking I think Momo's talking mad shit on everyone at all times.
0: Do you think, um, later on we hear Momo talk. I can't remember. He has a deep voice or a high voice. Does he have a deep voice or a high voice?
1: He has a high voice. Mm, okay. He, like, in the nightmares and daydreams, he's like, you are about one, uh, um, you know? Okay. Wow, you are really losing it, kid. It's like that. <laughs>
0: Are Avatar um, dreams different than are normal dreams? Different? Yeah, like are his more like weird, or is it just it's is that just a normal? Because
1: I feel like the Avatar dreams are just like really really dramatic depictions of the past. They're never like fantasy or anything, mm. or the future. Like you I know? guess
0: yeah, they have premonitions. You know what I was expecting? Mm. The food to start eating them because that would have been funny. Because then Sokka would have been right or something like that. You know, something close to that. I felt like they were going to do like maybe they're at the market and there's like a fish that's not dead and it bites them or something. Or, you know, <laughs> I, I would have loved something like that. You know, you put it out there, but you, you just didn't you didn't hit it. You didn't hit I the I feel ball. like it
1: would mess with the flow of the episode and like the way the other ones have gone, you know.
0: I guess it would, they could have put it in at still, the end. They
1: still got a paint Sokka like this really dumb person, you know.
0: And we've established he's not dumb, though. He but like, we know,
1: but they but they still need to, like, do that. So, like, by the time you get to the point of watching uh, it right. that we are, mm-hmm. you're like, no, Sock is actually a genius.
0: Right. But even these last few episodes, he's still a pretty good genius. Anyways, okay, so Zuko, he hates his crew. Nike doesn't hate his crew. He's just got his uh, priorities. He, like
1: He's a boy that just doesn't totally understand empathy yet, I think.
0: Well, as a... Like, not saying I'm a soldier, but as a soldier, I think you would agree. Like, you're fighting this war. You're trying to capture the Avatar. So, especially like a Fire Nation, kind of this imperialism, Japanese sort of way of thinking. Usually Japanese soldiers would like kill themselves before getting captured. So, I would have thought that the soldier would have understood like, yeah, the Avatar, we need to capture the Avatar. If the Avatar... You know, becomes full powered, he's going dis- to destroy the Fire Lord, and we have, must protect the Fire Lord at all costs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think that soldier's priorities need to. Be, I mean, they. But I'm, if the
1: whole crew felt it, I feel like.
0: They're bad soldiers?
1: Usually with that kind of stuff, it's like a group sentiment, you know, like kamikaze, like everyone's just like, yeah, we would rather do this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they know where their priorities lie. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the rest of the crew felt like they had a better chance of getting the Avatar if they didn't pursue him that day, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: And, like, even with the lieutenant, like, there were some parts that I agreed and disagreed with. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I do think Zuko was being an asshole and, like...
0: Yeah, I mean... Not thinking about
1: the well-being of everyone. Like, yeah, I get you need to get the Avatar, but also, like, why couldn't he apply that same, like, feeling of when he went back for his uncle instead of going for Appa in...
2: True, yeah,
1: epi- in the spirit world episode, Doesn't like make sense. it's the same concept. His, un- his uncle was telling him to not do that, so like mm-hmm. they're in just as much danger. So that was kind of annoying, but also, like, the lieutenant, even if he didn't know that Ozai burned Zuko, he still calls Zuko like a spoiled prince. Mm-hmm. Which I don't entirely understand. I say I would say he's spoiled for banished purposes, but if he's such a spoiled prince, like why is he banished? Right. Like, like, if he was banished, he if he was like banished, he shouldn't like he probably shouldn't get a whole crew and like big ass ship. Mm-hmm. So like that part's a little like you're banished, but here's a little something to help you. Yeah, but, but even like, so other than that, he I feel like I don't think spoiled princes get banished. So I, I feel like he was wrong on that part
0: how long has Zuko been away at this point? point three years well like at, at any like he well, I guess it's
1: two at, years right now and it's three years in book three
0: so like assuming this guy has been with him this whole time like he left he hasn't been like a spoiled anything for the past three years like why are you saying that like you know literally like he's been he's literally been out on the field searching everywhere like around the world for this for the avatar and he's like been on the same ship as you yeah maybe his quarters are a little nicer but he still gets his hands dirty he's still going out there and fighting the avatar i haven't seen him fight the avatar once <laughs> what's he doing
1: take that lieutenant
0: thank you zuko i'm on your side zuko 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 Zuko, Zuko, so called okay uh do you have anything else right there for that beginning um
1: about that beginning part no i just kind of have questions about um, actually yeah on the topic of zuko i just have two more things i want to talk about with zuko um so i i get that zuko spoke out of turn in the war room Mm -hmm. and i get that he was like telling the general like yo your idea is shit why would you do that I just, is it just based on the fact that he was in the Fire Lord's war room, that the Fire Lord was disrespected? Because, like, it's still just, it doesn't make sense to me. It kind of just seems like Ozai wanted an excuse to just beat his kid.
0: <laughs> I think that, but like, I think... I think Do you think she, there's
1: any other way how Ozai could have been disrespected?
0: Yes, you could have, like, thrown your shoe at him or something. No, no, no,
1: I mean, like, just from the situation, like, other than the fact that it was just his war room, like... Is there something that you think I missed on how Ozai was still disrespected? Do you get what I'm saying?
0: Kind of, maybe. Well, I think Ozai specifically. Now, nah, I don't know. I think I know what you're saying. I don't know if I've been even if I know what you're saying. Um,
1: like, how is Ozai disrespected? Was for him to challenge Zuko to an Agni Kai.
0: Well, he spoke at a at a turn, and I think. But it
1: seemed like he spoke at a turn to the general, like he was attacking the general's the general's ideas.
0: Right, but it's more like I feel like maybe everyone has to raise their hand before they can talk. Like the general, if the general had just like even if the general had just been like, "Here's my plan," without being like permission to reveal my plan, Lord Fire Lord Lord person, then maybe he would have got burnt in the face too.
1: don't know i just feel like he wouldn't though i don't know maybe i just don't understand these complexities
0: it's a it's an
1: asian thing i'm a half asian dude
0: oh yeah you're right
1: (laughs) (laughs) just imperialist things
0: um i guess i I think it's like like when isn't it like disrespectful i don't know this is a stereotype i'm not asian so pardon me if this is offensive but like when you go into someone's home, you, like, take off your shoes and stuff, right? hmm And if you don't, that's, like, disrespectful. I think that's, like, the equivalent here of that. But, like, a hundred times worse. Okay. I don't know if you're following that.
1: Yeah, I am.
0: Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Also, Zuka wasn't even supposed to be in there. So, I think if anyone who's not supposed to be in there says anything, they any other person would have been murdered. <laughs>
1: I mean, true. Iroh had to be like, "No, he's with me."
0: Right. And um, then,
1: um, sorry. Did you have anything else to say about that?
0: Uh, I think what. Let's just keep focusing on Zuko here. Um, yeah. Do you, what, what was your next point?
1: Yeah, so it's not really a point. It was more of a question. Okay, go for it. Um, so during their Agni Kai, Ozai made it. A I guess we don't really know his name is Ozai right now, but the Fire Lord's like you know, get up and fight, you know, like face me like a man or whatever.
0: One more thing before we go on to that. I did have one thing. Okay. Uh, So Zuko spoke up then. Do you think Zuko would speak up now? Like, I think he seems more mean, specifically, especially in this episode, since he's like, has no empathy. Um, He seemed to be more like caring about those soldiers. Do you think he, this Zuko right now, would have spoken up for those soldiers?
1: No, absolutely not. No, because... It's not, I, th- I think the fact that he cared for other people in that moment and got burned, he's not going to want to do it ever again.
0: Do you think that's why also he doesn't care as much about his crew right now?
1: Oh, definitely. Like, they're, he's just going to use them the way his father and the general wanted to use people. Like, yeah. they're just a means to an end.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I feel like I was going to go on a tangent and then I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you'll think about it. Who knows? Okay. You can go um, on
0: to your topic now if you want. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, yeah, so, like, with the fight, Ozai's like, you know, get up and fight, be a man, whatever. hmm Do you think that if Zuko did agree to fight, do you think that Ozai still would have burned him or did something as grave as that? Like, do you think Ozai would have gone, like, balls to the wall on fighting Zuko if Zuko was like, okay, yeah, I'll fight you?
0: Um, I don't think, I think Zuko still would have lost
1: Oh yeah, I know he totally would have lost. But do you think that if he still like if he just fought, no,
0: his because dad would have like, according to like what obliterated unc- him? Uncle iroh said he said the reason he got burned in the face was because he brought more dishonor by not fighting. So that was like his mark to remember it by. I think something like that.
1: But he could have gotten burned on like the arm or something still on purpose, just not the face.
0: It's gotta be the face. You always remember the face. You can cover up a scar on the arm, but you can't cover the face. How long do you think that fight would have lasted if Zuko got up? And also, why, did, why didn't Zuko like fight? I feel like...
1: I feel like it would have been out of fear.
0: Do you think so? Like, like your
1: all-powerful father challenges you to a fight.
0: Okay, spoiler alert. I
1: wouldn't want to... Depends what you're going to talk about. What are you talking about?
0: Well, I'm going to talk about Zuko's mom here. Okay. Interesting.
1: Okay, continue.
0: Zuko kind of knows that like his dad like got rid of his mom. He doesn't know what happened to his mom. For all he knows, his dad like murdered his mom, right? So why isn't Zuko like angry at his dad? Like why wouldn't he fight him, you know? Um, Because he cared so much more about his mom than he does his dad and his dad. And he knows that his dad did something for his mom to just disappear.
1: But do you think a child would have figured that out? I feel like Zuko is still too naive to have thought about it for that long.
0: I think he knows. I think he's old enough to know like mom's mom might be dead or like he might not want to believe she's dead, which is kind of wor- why he's, at, you know, he, goes, he later on goes to find her. But
1: I thought at this point it was just, oh, she committed treason, was banished.
0: I thought it was.
1: That's what I thought it was, was that she committed treason and was banished.
0: I thought it was, like, Azula implies that mom died. Like, he made... Azula made Zuko think that dad got rid of but mom. But was also out. psycho. She is. But, like, that's why Zuko's like, don't believe what she... Azula, don't believe Azula, because, like, he doesn't want like, to believe... He don't believe
1: Azula because he doesn't want to believe that his dad's going to kill him.
0: That, yeah.
1: Because that's, that's how this conversation started. She's like, dad's going to kill you. And he's like, shut up, that's not funny.
0: Right, because... And that doesn't happen to him. So he thinks dad's going to kill him. But then mom ends up disappearing. Therefore, mom is the one that ended up getting killed. Is, I think, his thought process.
1: But also his grandpa dies that night. So, like... Uh, Where does that add in?
0: I don't know. I just...
1: Exactly.
0: Well, I know Zuko doesn't want to believe his mom is dead. But, like, I think it was meant to look like his mom had died or something. Right?
1: But even maybe i mean i don't know how they were trying to frame it i, I kind of just i
0: i'll have i i would have to rewatch those episodes but i always got the feeling that that was the thing but like zuko always kind of maybe had faith that mom didn't die where did she go
1: yeah that's what i always thought like i i don't think he ever thought she was dead
0: but even then okay the point of the well, that spread all this was dad made mom go away why aren't you fighting dad you should hate dad <laughs>
1: I mean, he made his mom disappear. I'd be pretty terrified and want to just be in line with what he says. He may not have to like him, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you would still strive to have that approval from him so that you stay on the good side and you don't magically disappear.
0: I guess. Then I wouldn't have spoken out of turn at that meeting.
1: Well, no, but I mean... Oh, well. it's, It's just like... Like, it's not really... The same kind of thing, but like my family's political beliefs are very different than mine. And so like, usually I don't say anything to keep the peace, but sometimes you just can't really, you really can't keep it in. So then you like speak out of turn, then you get into a huge fight, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess. True. Like
1: I got excommunicated for like two months. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Nice. Anyways. Anyways,
0: did you have to go find the avatar in those two months to be let back into the family
1: no i just um didn't speak a word to anyone and they just missed my presence so they all keep no. calling back
0: if only i was that way anyways <laughs> uh i have a so let me see what I, I had another thing on this zuko fight here okay um not particularly on zuko the only thing is that we get azula this is the first time we see azula in that agni kai and I was wondering, do you think like Azula, they always had Azula planned and that's why they, she was in there? Or like, do you think when Azula was introduced, like, well, she already looks like this. So we have to use this or something. I don't know.
1: Mm, I feel like she had to have already been planned because they could have just shown her to show her. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she like looked excited to see Zuko get burned.
2: Right. Like, you I feel see like the they crazy. had to have. Fa- yeah yeah
0: yeah I think that's cool and that's that's what I had that's all I had on that the Zico yeah, storyline I
1: mean, yeah same
0: um now
1: this now on to this Aang one this episode's gonna be so long because there's like two really 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 big like yes. plot points in this episode
0: it's gonna be a long one but I think it's good it's like a good episode you know what you can just extra. edit
1: me talking about my job in the beginning <laughs> just cut it out
0: <laughs> Everyone wants to know.
1: No, they don't. They, they don't care. And that's okay.
0: It's for me for when I forget, I can just listen back. I'm like, that's what she does. Okay. Um, so let's go into the Avatar. and I mean, the Aang storyline here. So Aang is sad that he feels guilty that he ran away and that people needed him. Mm-hmm. So it all begins when he was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, there is trouble brewing on the horizon with the fire nation. So the elder monks decided it was time that he be told that he was the avatar. So they show him some toys and they're like, do you remember these? Which is actually the same way that the Dalai Lama is chosen. You know, it's like certain the Dalai Lama chooses certain objects. And if they pertain to the previous Dalai Lama, it's like, you're the Dalai Lama. So that's... The real life connection
1: there. Okay, wait. Sorry to interrupt you, but I yes. had a question about, like, not a question. Mm-hmm. I it's kind of, it's like a question to you, yeah. Um, about the Avatar Relics. Mm-hmm. So that's like the Southern Air Temple's way of finding out who the Avatar is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you think that applies to the other Air Temples or the other nations? And I, I also I asked. I'm this not question. sure about the other nations because. Mm-hmm. With Roku, sorry, spoiler alert, with Avatar Roku, we see that the fire sages kind of just tell him on his birthday. Right. So I was wondering what you thought about that.
0: I also was thinking the same thing because then I thought of like, how do you like Korra? Because like the the air nomads are very Shaolin monk looking kind of thing, which is, Mm -hmm. I believe the Dalai Lama is part of the Shaolin, I think. Or like that Tibetan style kind of monk look so that I think that would make sense why they do it the same way in the show I don't think they're shelling. yeah that was dumb scratch that <laughs> don't at me <laughs> but but like in Korra like Korra's already well Korra's already bending everything so that's how they kind of know that she's the avatar yeah but like yeah that's why I also was thinking like how do is this does this pertain to like the airbenders or is it like every nation I, I also had that question and i don't know the answer to it but i i want to say that every nation has a way of telling the avatar like finding out how the avatar is the avatar Uh uh-huh and i think yeah i don't know exactly which way that would be Mm, i feel like it might be like a spirit thing or something
1: okay okay
0: or a test or maybe like let me try to think i feel like the earth spenders would, like, force the Avatar into, like, an Avatar state or something.
1: Oh, they totally would try to.
0: (laughs) Like, that's how they would find out. Like, are you the Avatar? Let's put you through some emotional distress and find out. I don't know. I feel like that's... I think, like, every tribe on its own, too, might have, like, its own way. Eventually, like, after I think the Lotus people are the ones that determine the Avatar, it seems. Which I have a point on the Lotus. The White Lotus people. And my question was... Do you think that Monkiatso was part of the White Lotus? Slash when was the White Lotus established?
1: Um, I feel like the White Lotus was established after the Avatar disappeared. Okay. Because it seems like they wanted a way to keep peace between the four nations Mm -hmm. and like show that they're not divided at all. Which I think plays into the war. Because, you know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's when everyone became very and separated. Um mm-hmm. so I feel like it came out of that, but I mean, I could be wrong. Well, um let's see. But also the white lotus towel got some screen time in this episode when Ang and Monkey Otsu are playing pie show.
0: It did. That So w- wait, my-
1: speaking of that, do you think Okay, so like have you seen the movie The Da Vinci Code?
0: I do, I have. (laughs) I love it. Okay,
1: so do you think that like Monkey Azzo could have done what Sophie's grandpa did to her, like with the white lotus tile and pai show? Like Like, what if Monkey Yatso like secretly taught Aang the ways of the White Lotus without him even knowing it? Like Sophie's grandpa mm, did in the Da Vinci Code.
0: Possibly. Well that'd be
1: (laughs) cool as fuck. Uh
0: eventually the order began. Hold on, I'm, I'm reading to see when. So the now the uh White Lotus was established before Avatar Kyoshi.
1: Oh, okay, that's old damn. And
0: following the Revelation 11, there no I don't remember the order. So with that being read, I think Atsu was part of the White Lotus and that's why he wanted to keep Aang close to keep him like safe and stuff cuz he like mm-hmm. the White Lotus people tend to be like really wise. So I think Atto knew what he was doing and everyone else didn't, you know? Yeah. Do you think they, do you think they should have waited to tell him?
1: I don't think they had time to like, I really like as much as I want to disagree with like the angry council people. I feel Mm -hmm. like they didn't have time to.
0: I, I can see. Yeah.
1: Because if he had to like master them, Bef- before Sozin even did anything like I feel like they would have told him pretty early
0: I feel like I've asked this before but like because, how long after is left because
1: Sozan was planning stuff before Roku died so right. like, there's already 12 years of stuff to go down so like I I honestly I would have just trained him to be the avatar from birth you know just like stuck him in that shit already
0: yeah I think that would have been yeah, the best he wouldn't, way to yeah, do it yeah
1: he wouldn't have had a childhood but like it wouldn't have caused some like earth shattering thing for him,
0: right? I think, yeah, I agree. the The baby way to way was the way to do it. Also, how long? I've, I've I think I've asked this before, but I don't remember how long after Aang left did they attack?
1: Ooh, that one I don't know.
0: Because like, was it like immediately? Was it like two years later? Was it like? 50 because years later
1: what? i thought sozin had already wiped out all of the airbenders
0: wait it had to be that same year because because ang's it's been a hundred years for a war and ang's 112 because he left when he was 12 years old yeah so maybe a couple months later a week or two later i think yeah
1: it had to be like Aang had to leave just in time because mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense
0: okay say ang state.
1: also how did Sozen really live 12 years past roku that's fake as hell
0: well i think roku was just like 70 or something
1: i know but like these are old times people die quickly they don't have the medicine
0: meditation you know
1: do you think do you really think sozin meditated probably i don't think so
0: he's sitting in that like hot ass room all the time he, he something you know something mm-hmm. had to be done uh, but do you think if Aang would have stayed, do you think he would have died too?
1: Um, I'm not sure because I feel like the immediate peril might have kicked him into the Avatar state. Yes. But...
0: But in the Avatar state, you are at your but weakest. It,
1: and, but it was also his first time. It would have been like his first time doing it too. Mm-hmm. And we know how weak right. he is. At least right now in it. Do you think... So like I, I think... If he stayed, he would have died.
0: I think we would have. I think if my theory is correct that Monkeyoto was part of the White Lotus, he Monkeyoto would have gone like revealed that and taken taken take Aang into hiding or something.
1: Oh, maybe. But I mean, where where are they going to hide for so long? The, like they can't just stay underground with some in some White Lotus bunker, you know.
0: Uh. I, the, f- the uh, North Pole, I would say.
1: I wouldn't go towards water because if they thought they killed all the airbenders, they would go towards the water.
0: Yeah, but like I would like I think the waterbenders in the North Pole is the safest location. And also that's where Aang would have learned waterbending, which would have been the next element he would have learned. So it would have made so sense. the
1: Fire for Nation was yeah. almost able to take down the North Pole anyways. <laughs>
0: I think they would have had some type of reinforcement if the Avatar was there or something. Or maybe, I don't know. There has to be... But also,
1: did the North Pole even exist yet? Yeah, right. Because Katara talks about it how long they separated, and I don't think it was 100 years.
0: Oh. So what... hmm.
1: Yeah, so the North Pole probably wouldn't even exist yet.
0: Well, in that case, then they would have had like extra support in the southern pole, the south pole. Sorry, because all the water benders would have been there, which is the reason those. Oh wait,
1: sorry, no. Okay, I don't know which one. I don't know which one came. No, <laughs> What's grand grand left north to go south. Sorry, grand grand left north to go south.
0: So the north pole. Well, they would go to the north. So north pole, the north, pole
1: north pole would have been the one.
0: Okay, so but, I think. Well, if, if they hadn't broken up, then they would have extra reinforcements there. Because, like, all the waterbenders are in one place.
1: Yeah, but the South Pole doesn't have any waterbenders, though.
0: Yeah, but the, the, why would he go to the South Pole?
1: No, but I mean, the people in the, like that left weren't already bent, weren't benders to begin with.
0: Yeah, they were. They, they, there were some benders. Oh no, because
1: they killed them. They killed Just them, kidding. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think Aang would have died if he had gone into hiding. I still think he would have died.
0: I don't think so. I think they would have just had to fly on a flying bison for a long time. And the Fire Nation can't fly. The only reason they got up there was probably using those tanks.
1: Yeah, but like... They're like the animals that Azula has. They run as fast as Op can fly.
0: True. Well, nobody knows what Aang looks like. They just know he's an airbender. So they couldn't like... Yeah,
1: but he's got his tattoos.
0: Yeah, but like
1: you look for a bald-headed kid with tattoos.
0: You do the Harry Potter trick. You make everyone put tattoos and you split up and you take one for the team.
1: <sighs> I don't know.
0: That's 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 the way. <laughs> I think that that would be the the way they would go about it. But speaking of these kids, looking at these kids made me think were these Ang drawings that were just bad and not used because they all look similar, but they all look off, you know, like all the kids kind of look alike, but yeah. they just look a little weird. Like mm-hmm. this isn't the cartoon we're trying to go for. So here's Aang. Here- it's like
1: all the Aang reject.
0: Yeah. Drawings. <laughs> That's what I got from it. And then there's even like the super reject where like nobody wants to play with them. And I was like, <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, these were totally like one of the creators was drawing, and this is one of the drawings he made. And they're like, "Nah, that that one look that that next too long. We'll use that as something else, maybe." Um, I think that's what happened. Um,
1: okay, okay. So here's the thing that bothered me. Katara mm-hmm. found Aang frozen in an iceberg, right?
0: Yes, he was frozen.
1: And that was that was a rhetorical question, but yeah. <laughs> so how she like she's telling the old man it's not his fault he disappeared like how could she not think that it wasn't his fault did someone else freeze him in the iceberg no
0: listen andrea what that is just mean it's not his fault it's that it's it's not his fault it's whatever avatar decided to take control at that moment That's Uh, whose fault it was. Okay,
1: so here's the thing. Uh, I know it's whoever's, whichever avatar took control, but it's still Aang's fault he disappeared. Like, it's his fault. He left the air temple.
0: Yeah, he should have waited a day. It was kind of stormy, man. He could
1: have, he could have like waited a day or something to talk to Gyatso, get the shit together. But no, he was like, you know what?
0: Where was he going? Where do you think he was going?
1: I think he was just leaving.
0: I think he was...
1: I do oh no, know. Maybe he was going to a different air temple. But that wouldn't make any sense because he didn't want to go to another right. air temple in the first place.
0: Why is he leaving? If he doesn't want to leave, why is he leaving? Where is he going? It, is, it, is he just going no into sense. hiding? Like like he's like, I'm not going to be the Avatar, so I'm leaving. I think he was going to go to see Boomy. Like, let's blow off some steam, Boomy, and then maybe he comes back or something.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But that bothered me. It's his fault he left. Shut up, Katara.
0: Um, Dumb bitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I haven't liked Katara for the past few episodes. So whenever she talks now, I'm like, Katara, you have no (laughs) right to say any (laughs) word. You, I hate you for everything you've done. But yeah, so do you have any more thoughts on Egg's backstory?
1: Yes, I have one more thing to say. Go for it. (laughs) And it's about the kids. Um, (laughs) First of all, fuck them kids.
0: Fuck them kids. They're um, all ugly and fat. Are you so, fat? You don't eat meat.
1: <laughs> so them not letting Aang play bothered me so much. It, does. Because, it bothered me Because too. Because it's like, I know they're kids and they're not going to think logically, but shouldn't they get the hint that he was already the avatar before <laughs> right. the monks announced that he was the avatar? Like he didn't just they didn't just choose him out of a hat and be like "Mm, yes you you are the avatar now like no he's already been it so the fact that like also you were already doing shit with him while he was the avatar you just didn't know and then now you're just gonna switch up on him the logical
0: argument would be like you have your arrows already it's not fair we don't he's already the best airbender he's gonna be (laughs) he can't do anything else What what are you on about? Like he's not going to go. He's not going to be playing that like stick balancing game that he played with Sokka and all of a sudden just go into the Avatar State and wreck everyone. <laughs> he's not going to do that.
1: Kids are so stupid. Oh my God.
0: Like he wasn't doing it before. He's already better than you. He's already gotten his arrows. Like everything was fine. He taught you stuff. If anything, playing with him was going to make you better kids are so dumb (sighs) but yeah what else was I going to say something about a kid you got anything
1: nope that was all I had
0: okay well just to wrap up the whole story here um, after the the things that are said they go to save um, Osaka in the water and stuff and last week I didn't say it but this week it's here now and I will tell you my favorite line in the episode which is when Sokka and the old man are in the boat and Sokka's like, I'm too young to die. And then the old man's like, I'm not, but I don't want to. And that is a <laughs> knee slapper for me because I hate that old geezer. But yeah, then Appa comes in with the save, which I, I have a point to say about that. You would think that after falling through lightning and almost drowning, Appa would have like PTSD and never want to fly in a storm again. I was very surprised that like Appa just flew, you know. Right. Also, he's fl- they're at the beginning. They're flying way too close to the water. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I talked about this. I knew he could do it. Hovering, he should have done it like that the whole time because Sako was saying he can see us in the sky or whatever. <laughs> so apparently, he can't hover just but above it's the water.
1: It. I. <laughs> I said he just doesn't hover because it would take too much energy to weave through all of the trees.
0: Yeah, but he could like just hover right above the trees. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, they were flying way too low.
1: (laughs) Even if he does, you could still see them in the sky. A big ass bison on top of the trees. It's going to get a little dark.
0: Also, you know what? I I just, I, I just, just hit me. Why don't they just fly over land? Zuko's in a boat. Like, if you fly over a large piece of land, Zuko would have to go all around that land, that which would take him longer than you flying through the land, you know?
1: But I feel like if you had to get from point A to point B, the ocean's the quickest way.
0: But I feel like there's going to be, like, land in the way that Zuko can not get through, that he's going to have to go around, that Appa can just, like, right over. In
1: which, I'm like, they've done that before, where he's been able to track them. Like the kiyoshi episode he's like we have no idea where they're going
0: yeah but anyways i don't know they're flying too low it's what i'm trying to say they're flying too low
1: and okay okay
0: well how are they gonna see a boat from flying that low like they were literally at boat level like you're trying to find them you gotta fly high i don't know it's just me anyways i think that does it for me it's a long episode it's gonna be four hours of editing tomorrow um <laughs> But yeah, that, um, that's it. I post, I did a, I did a post. I finally posted the last two episode pictures. I really liked the one about the wings. That one's been on my mind forever. Just having me looking at Jet as a right, true, traditional wing.
1: Boneless wings are wings.
0: Listen, the only way- reason it's winning right now is because I fucked up on my Instagram and I accidentally hit Yes. <laughs> And I fucking don't know how to take it back. <laughs> you can't. I can't. I was like, I was opening it and it was like loading. So I was just like clicking on it. And then it, it finally appeared and I hit yes. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm mad. So it's a tie right now. I think only me and you have voted. So I Hell said, yeah. I said no. oh, oh, wait, wait. I, I said something at the beginning of the episode, which was we finally have, we know the answer to meet. Which is, according to the old man, fish ain't meat. So there's the answer. I finally have my answer. Fish ain't meat. It's the official Avatar answer.
1: Yeah, I told you fish isn't meat. Yeah, but... That's why Catholics eat it during Lent.
0: I just needed to hear it from someone from the show. You know, it's fish <laughs> now. Oh my God. It's, I'm so happy we had this discussion that led up to this. Because it, <laughs> when, I, when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, it's Perfect. And,
1: and once again, Andrea is right.: <laughs> Anyway surprised. Not me.
0: I think that's the show that does it for me. Um, episodes coming out on Thursday still, and let us know for the season finale, if you would like to for us to do the movie, or should we hold off to the end of the series? Um, let us know. Messages on our Instagram comment down on youtube or you can email us at our gmail all pip and podcast that's the at yeah look out for our polls and i have one more treat it's coming out tomorrow and it's andrea busting her face so look forward to that <laughs> and tomorrow by tomorrow i mean on friday because that's when this comes out i just have to remember uh do you have any plugs andrea
1: You know what? No, I don't.
0: No plugs. And I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. And join us next week. I think next week might be an extra long episode, hopefully, as it is my favorite episode of the season. So see you then.
2: Bye.